Happy Kwanzaa, everyone. Happy Kwanzaa. Habarigani. Today is Kuji Chakalia, which means self-determination. Truly one of my favorite days. I am so excited because we have our 15th edition of the Liberated Pussy Podcast. Hey, thank you for those hearts. And Monique Ruffin and Rakim Sekou will be joining me live so they can come on into the room, come on into the room, come on in. Yes. So like I said, today is the second day of Kwanzaa, an African-American cultural holiday. So I am rocking my, uh, my African heritage in my head wrap today. So we are giving Rakim Sekou and Monique, the moon mama, a moment to jump on this live with us because we have an amazing conversation set up for today on self-mastery. Yes. Yes. Let me see. Y'all send me some, some positive energy so we can get them in here. They should be clicking the links coming in any moment. Abracadabra. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, IG. Come on, IG. Let them in. Let them in the room. Thank you for those hearts. Peace. I see that you're there, Rakim. I see. Do you see the invitation link? There's a little, it should be a, okay. I see Monique. Let's see. Accept. And then, then Rakim. Invite again. Okay. I accept it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Yes, it comes from me. You did it. Congratulations. Monique, are you there too? I am. Yeah, I am. You do. Oh my goodness. No, I just see Rakim. Usually they'll give like three boxes. Rakim, do you see all three of us? I see all three. I see Monique and you. How you doing, Monique? I'm good, Rakim. How are you? Doing great. Thank you. Good to see you. You look well. Thank you. You do too. Awesome. Well, I just see Rakim and that's messed up because, you know, Moon Mama's my boo too. <laughs> and I want to see her too. But I, you know how this technology. I can see you. So. Wonderful. Wonderful. So we will proceed. We have 15 folks watching us. So come on in the room, y'all. Mm -hmm. Do you, you guys know Monique and I, you've been with us 14 weeks as we've been journeying through our our journey that we call the Liberated Pussy Podcast. And we have invited our brother, Rakim Sekou, to join us in this amazing conversation today. So those of you, I feel like everybody knows Rakim. That's what I but, feel. But, but let him say who he is. Okay. Let him introduce himself to our okay. community. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> introduce yourself, King. You got it. All right. Well, my name is Rakim Sekou, uh, given name Carly Stevens Jr., metaphysician, author, teacher of metaphysics, um you know and basically self-empowerment so been doing that for about 20 years or so and really happy to be here we're happy to happy to have, have you, you. Yeah. thank you Yay. so much for joining us we really appreciate it we have a really <laughs> great you. conversation for today we're super excited super um, super excited adina and i wanted to have a conversation around self-mastery mm, and exactly. we wanted to dive into that from many different aspects okay um and so we're really excited because we feel like you can bring a lot of wisdom that isn't often heard in these sort of platforms and and from your perspective there's a there's a lot of wisdom and experience that you have that I think can be very um, supportive to people in the world right now trying to discover who they really are in this new world so um you want to shoot the first question, Adina? You want me to do it? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So the first question for those who are watching is just right out the gate. What would you define self-mastery as? Or no, actually, let me back it up. We have broken it up. What is the self? So how would you describe self, Rakim? Yeah. yeah, so the self, you know, we teach that the self at the mystery school basically has different components. Um, so the three easiest components to understand would be the ego, which is the part of you that wants to be unique, that wants to be acknowledged for who you are. And then there's also the animal, animalistic part of yourself, which is like more the engine, you know, defining who you are, pushing you through life, also supporting you and making sure you stay alive and stay fed and, and get sex and all that kind of thing. Then there's the higher self, 
which is the part of you that's responsible for understanding the world, um, coming up with solutions to solve problems and issues, understanding all the questions that you might have, you know, the answers to the questions that you might have. So those three parts of your being are what we talk about at the mystery school in terms of what the self actually is. We include all of those beings. I know some people talk about like the higher self versus the lower self and that's the mm -hmm. complete package and that's fine too. But that we split up into three different parts. Thank you for that. Sure. What do you think of that, Mo? That definition? Um, I, I, I like it. You know, mm -hmm. I've, I've studied with Rakim, mm -hmm. so, <laughs> so I'm very familiar <laughs> with that. And I will say this, though, that about that is it's so important to know the difference, the difference in your ego and the difference in the higher self and the difference in the animal and to be able to nurture all of those aspects of yourself. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. For it's me, it's important to understand the different parts of yourself because, for example, you might say, Oh, I want to, you know, get in shape. Right. And so mm -hmm. that's coming from a particular part of yourself. Mm -hmm. But then when you don't actually get up in the morning and go exercise, <laughs> right, and you do that repeatedly, and you have to understand, well, why is that? Why is it a part of me wants to be wealthy? A part of me wants to be in shape. A part of me wants to do these things, be successful in relationships and that kind of stuff. But another part of me doesn't seem to really care what my mind is saying. It's not really honoring those desires. Another part of me wants to stay in bed, be lazy, have fun, enjoy the pleasures of life, you know, be safe, that kind of thing. And so if people don't understand, well, you know, what makes you up is multiple parts. You are a community of beings, a community of desires, right? A community of different interests. If you don't understand that, then you'll just think, well, I'm, I'm just not, you know, disciplined, or I'm, I'm just a lazy person, or I'm not worthy, or I'm not like a really, you know, you see what I'm saying? We start the judgment. So yes. you have to look at your life and say, well, if, if I don't understand the different components of who I am that make, you know, make me a complete person, then I'm not going to be able to navigate my life because I'm not going to be able to address these different components. So you need to understand how to speak to certain parts of the mind, how to speak to certain parts of the body and the heart and the higher self. And so once everybody's on the same page, then you'll find that you have success in life and you're able to manifest things and that kind of stuff. But that, that's why we split, you know, the self, quote unquote, which is one being right mm -hmm. into its multiple components. Mm -hmm. The thing Thank that you. I love about that is because when we go into nature, we see that nature is split up into different components. We have the sun, mm -hmm. we have the moon, mm -hmm. we have, but it's all one thing, <laughs> but it is split up into different components. We have day, we have night, you know, we have the seasons. All of that is a part of one system, but there are different aspects of it. And what I hear you saying is that we are the same. We Absol are the same. Absolutely. Yeah. What okay, has helped me in studying with the mystery school, you teach us to understand which part of us is speaking. And you spoke to that a little bit. So just in understanding that, even in conflict, then we can manage and govern ourselves better. If we know, oh, that was just my animal and my animal just needs to be soothed, then I can take care of that so that I can progress to higher self. Or I was just in my ego and my ego has a perspective, that kind of piece. Mm -hmm. That's been very helpful to me personally. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead. Were you saying something? Okay. So the next question that frames this conversation is mastery. So we talk about mastery. You hear people talking about mastery all the time. And as a just precursor to what we're talking about, how would you define what mastery is? What is, what is that about? Well, you know, mastery is a subjective thing, right? But mastery is basically when you have a level of competence and understanding over a particular subject matter. So when you talk about self-mastery, what you're really saying is like, look, when it comes to the self, right, I understand what the self is, I understand who the self is, and I also understand how to deal with those components of the self, how to interact with them, how to have success in making sure they're all working together in unison. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, mastery is basically when you're able to, you know, dictate and, you know, have a, a level of control and competence in a particular area such that you can get out of it what you desire to get out of it. You see what I'm saying? Mm, and yes. so when we're talking about self-mastery, we're talking about, well, yeah, when it comes to the self, I can deal with all those things. If I need to get in shape and work out, I can do that. 
If I need to go make a bunch of money, I can go do that. If I need to be successful in my relationship, I can do that. Why? Because I understand the components of the self that govern all those particular areas and how to align my person and the self to the particular goal that we have. If I'm not, if I don't understand how to do that, you know, I was talking with somebody the other day, um, you know, about some, some things that she's going through. She's like, she was saying, yeah, right, Kim, I really appreciate like this spiritual journey we've been on over the, the past 20 plus years or so, because now that I need to use these tools to really, you know, help steer my life in a particular direction, I can actually do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was like, yeah, like I, I'm really grateful for the fact that I've been studying metaphysics and these things, because at the end of the day, I can accomplish all these things I want to accomplish. I can, you know, support myself in achieving goals, support myself in being happy, support myself in being at peace, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what we talk about. When we talk about self mastery. When I when I watch some of the, the like the podcasts and videos, you know, on you know YouTube and out in, mm -hmm. in the world, you know, really I say, well, the issues that people are having are really just a lack of mastery over these particular areas. So mm -hmm. when the people complain about relationships and they got the whole the gender wars, I'm like, no, you just you you're lacking a particular amount of mastery over yourself, and because you're lacking that mastery of self, and this is why this is important you'll lash out at other people or you'll lash out at the world. But the world isn't at fault for anything. The world's the world, right? The world is just, it is what it is. It's like nature, right? It's gonna, you know, the earth's gonna rotate, it's gonna orbit, the stars and the moon are gonna do what they're gonna do. You need to understand how to be a part of that system in a way that allows you to manifest the life that you want, right? And so when we lack self-mastery, we're disconnected from, like Monique was saying, the larger self, right? The nature, right? The, the one being the one entity that we're all a part of. And we find ourselves, you know, you know, sick or with illness or unhappy or just not having the success that we want. Mm -hmm. And so that's why self-mastery is important because it helps be a part of the overall collective, you know, yeah. and create our lives, but also be support, supportive to other people as well. Mm -hmm. I say. I say. Hey, Ashe. So you really, in that answer, you tapped on a lot of other things that we wanted to chat about. Okay. One thing Monique and I talked about as we were preparing for this is what does what do you think self mastery looks like for the contemporary man, or what could it look like if we're envisioning how people are thinking today? And to that end, people, you you spoke about the self and the three components, and Monique spoke about how it's nature. So from that perspective, it would you say? The self is the same for men and women? Like, are men and women seeing it like it's the same, or for men it's this and women it's this? Can you speak to both of those? What do you think, ideally, a vision from your perspective, self mastery could look like for men today? Yeah, I think it can be the same for men and women. So, you know, self mastery, the way we've always taught it at the mystery school is it really boils down to, you know, what you manifest in your life, right? And so, cause that's kind of like the test. That's where the rubber hits the road, right? Like, what are you actually seeing around you on a day-to-day -day basis? And so that's the test, right? Mm -hmm. And so self-mastery is really the same for all of us. I mean, yeah, when you get into the minutia of it, men and women might want different things, but we all want, for example, relationship success. We all want, for example, happiness. We all want peace inside of our homes, inside of our hearts. We want the best for our families and those types of things. We want to be fulfilled, all those types of things. So that from an overall macro perspective it's the exact same thing now when you get into the micro part of it that's where things might be different right because my relationship might look different than yours so i might need to master certain components of a multiple partner relationship or open relating that's a different journey than say somebody who wants to be exclusive or somebody who wants to just be by themselves for the next two years to, to discover who they are etc so that's where things get a little bit different but the important thing is and why we talked about the self first with the ego, animal, and higher self is that the components that we're all dealing with and, and, and mastering and manipulating are all the same, right? Mm -hmm. Because yes. we have egos as men, we have animals as men, we have higher self, the same thing for women, ego, animal, and higher self, right? Now, how each of those animals functions might be different, right? Uh, like right. I test uh, a few months ago and like my animals like a jaguar, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Somebody else's animal might be like, you know, an elephant or a hawk or whatever it might be. So dealing with those particular animals, okay, that's a different path of mastery, a level of mastery, right? This yeah. is the same thing with the ego, right? Some people want 
to be known for certain things, you know, maybe their money or their ability to make money or their ability to, you know, be successful in relationships or the ability to be, you know, the most spiritual person on the planet, whatever it is. But so that's going to be an individual journey for that, that person. Mm -hmm. And then that's, so when you break it down into the minutia like that, that's what makes all of us unique beings on the planet and why we're all important because from a, like a God and God's perspective, all these journeys are important. They're mm -hmm. all experiences that are so mm -hmm. unique and so powerful. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That are gonna be written into the Akashic record and in, into time, like we all need to go through these things individually. So when you, when you talk about studying the self, like, yeah, like going to a place like the mystery school or a lot of these places that teach about this, yeah, getting the common knowledge is important. Right, understanding the self, understanding what mastery is, understanding what some of these tools are, learning meditation, learning how to you know deal with you know your physical vehicle, your emotional vehicle, etc. But then taking that information and going out into the world and doing your thing, mm -hmm. you'll find that that's going to be a journey like just for you. It's it's you're going to be on that journey by yourself mm -hmm. because yeah. you have that's how you're going to be tested ultimately. Okay, let me go over here in my my little part of the world, my little my little family or whatever, and let me let me manifest peace. So let me manifest happiness, you know. And you're gonna do it with your particular wife or your husband or whatever, and that's gonna be a unique journey. So that's what it's really about. It's about you know your unique path and you having success on that path. But the the part of the that journey to get there is gonna be common. Like I said, mm -hmm. learning who we are, et cetera, et cetera, learning the tools, et cetera, et cetera. But eventually we got to break off and do our own thing. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, you mentioned um, a moment ago, like when you listen to podcasts around couples, you see that people are just not knowing who's speaking. So they're functioning in ignorance in a lot of ways. But I'm so curious to hear your perspective on how did we get to a place in the world where um, this conversation around submission, I feel like it's an old conversation. We've all had it before because we've been in this work for a long time, but it's become a popular conversation now. And mm -hmm. I just want to hear your take on this, this idea where men are sort of saying that I need my woman to submit to me, right? Like I need her to be submissive. And I just want to hear from an expanded man's perspective. What do you think that is and how can we access solutions in that, in that conversation? Yes, yeah, a great question. So, you know, the question, why do men kind of focus on the submission narrative? Right. Mm -hmm. And I think we can all relate to wanting the world to bend for us. Mm -hmm. Right. So to the degree that I'm not a leader, and you know my woman is not respecting me and offering me her support voluntarily because she believes in me and because she loves for me and because i've been chosen by her etc and i've been consistent and disciplined and and showed i care about her and showed that i'm willing to support her queendom and her desires as well when i when i haven't been in that space and haven't mastered that part of the journey then i'm going to want her to do the work like i'm going to want her to meet me halfway or meet me 75 percent of the way because I'm just, I haven't been able to master that part of what it means to be a king. You see what I'm saying? And so mm -hmm. when I ask, that's what you see a lot of these men doing out here in the podcast space. They want the woman to come to them. Like, look, just give me your submission. Just mm -hmm. give me, you know, your respect. Don't, it's, don't make me earn it. You see what I'm saying? Cause I can't figure it out or I'm too hurt to realize that I need to, to be on a journey to figure it out. Just give it to me. And so that's what you see a lot of people doing. I've always said that, you know, a lot of people in the podcast space, you know, they tend to be the people who are like the most hurt and they're kind of on their journey. And that's why they're speaking the loudest, right? That's mm -hmm. why they get the most hits and the most clicks because like that animalistic kind of victim mentality is very attractive. It's mm -hmm. fun to watch. It's entertaining. And so that's why you see that. So the, the male submission requests from women is the same exact thing. They want you to be what they haven't manifested in themselves. And Monique, obviously you understand the whole concept of the mirror concept. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that's what's really, what's really happening. It's, it's more of a potential reflection. Mm -hmm. saying, you know, go ahead and be that which I want to be one day or, or, or hope to achieve. But until I get there, I'm, I'm really triggered by the fact that you're not submitting to me. And that's a potential reflection in the, in the three-year mirror. 
Wow, that's, that's a beautiful definition. So, tell me what is so you're saying the solution for these men is to master themselves to first. do their work. Yeah. Well, yeah, ultimately, mm -hmm. right? See, the, the challenge is, is that, you know, my belief that we're all gods and goddesses on the planet. So if I want to be in perpetual victimhood, then I can just stay there. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Like, that we're, we're that powerful where we can, instead of actually manifesting the life that we want, we can say, let me just criticize, you know, other for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of men that don't understand that if I want to create something for myself or have success in life, that the answer is within me, that the change is within me, right? And so for the men that don't understand that, it's going to be hard for them to hear a message that talks about self-mastery. But then you have a whole other group of men who understand, like, I got to figure this out. And those are the men you would bring that message to and say, well, look, let's try some different things that might help you get closer to your journey. You know, are you in shape? Do you understand what masculine energy is? Do you understand how to treat women and the feminine? You see what I'm saying? Let's mm -hmm. practice doing those things. Let's see where you're actually at with that, you know? And then, at, you know, so they would be able to kind of slowly step into that mastery now. Because mm -hmm. they're, first of all, they're open and receptive to begin with. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're looking for an answer because there's a difference between people. Some people, they want results. And so those are the people who are willing to do whatever it takes. I'll read any book, I'll, I'll get a coach, I'll travel if I have to, go sit with the Ascended Master, whatever, like whatever I have to do to hit the goal, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And then there's mm -hmm. people who, they're just not willing to make the sacrifice, not willing to really do anything, mm -hmm. right? Because they're, in, they're inside that victim mode. Vic, victimhood's an archetype, which, you know, a lot of that is really talking about what you don't have or what other people have done to you without having to do any action yourself, mm -hmm. right? The victimhood, you're, you're attempting to attract you know, sympathy and energy without having to make any kind of changes or switches. So a lot of men are in that space where they, they just, they want people to come to them and feel sorry for them, but they're not really looking to actually hit new goals. And then there's some people who are like, you know, take it or leave it. And so those two second groups I talk about, yeah, it's going to be hard to bring a self-mastery message. But what you'll find is that's with everything in life. Yeah. Like even, even financially, right? It's, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, like who doesn't want $10 million in the bank account, their bank account right now? Well, mm -hmm. we all, we all want that. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Well, who's actually willing to go out and work for, it? ah, you know, I'm, I'm cool. You know what yes. I'm saying? So we, we've all experienced, that's the beautiful thing about it. When I look at these men talking about submission and trying to force women into that, I understand where they're at because I've been exactly where they are. Mm -hmm. I want to blame the world. I don't want to do the work. I might, I, I might even not even know I need to do the work. Mm -hmm. Saying, and so I mm -hmm. have empathy for those men. You know, what I'm saying same thing with the women who are doing the same thing. You know, you know, talking about men are a slave class and men, men don't do this. And I'm like, hey, I've been there too. You know, mm -hmm. I've been enough and all these things where I want to project outside. But to answer your question, Monique, directly, yes, from my standpoint, self mastery is the key. If you don't want to go the self mastery route, at least go the training route. Like learn some new things now you don't have to acknowledge the self-mastery but you'll at least you'll be trained trained learn about relationships mm -hmm. learn about you know what it means to show up as a man learn about the difference between submission and dominance and how those two things look and what's required to bring each of those out of the other person that you're dealing with mm -hmm. so that's that would be my answer you know self-mastery for me is the answer to all things Okay. Thank you. That's beautiful. Um, one thing we spoke about as it pertains to that, like Monique talked about the, and you mentioned it too, the battle of the sexes and how there's a lot of going back and forth. Um, and women now realizing that we have more options. It's more than just being somebody's wife or being a mother. And those are beautiful journeys, but the self, there is more to just a particular point of the self and the maybe anger that men have that we don't just want to play that role. We don't want to just be an object. We don't want to just be an acquisition. Mm -hmm. Speak a little bit about that, how it pertains to the masculine being dominant, freedom for all, queendom, kingdom. I mean, I, I'm saying a lot, but it all kind of connects. Just what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, when we first started this journey with Juju Mama back in 2005, you know, Juju Mama means, 
you know, magical women, Juju Ma. Sure. And so the yeah. whole point was was women's empowerment. So what's happened since 2005, right? What's happened is, you know, exactly what we talked about that we wanted to happen, like women waking up. So the first step is, wait a minute, I don't have to do things the way I've been told to do them, right? And that's where women are right now in the journey, right? Mm -hmm. They're starting to wake up and say, wait a minute, I don't have to just have children if I don't want to have children. I don't have to get married or stay married to this person just because. I don't have to, you know, you know, be a traditional mother or a traditional whatever. I don't have to do those things. So women right now are in the stage where they're taking a step back and looking at the landscape and saying, okay, based on what I desire and how I'm feeling, what don't I want to do, right? And so, so you know, women are making those decisions. And that, and then the next stage of the journey, what some women are taking is saying, okay, I step back from what I don't want. Now, what do I want? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and do I deserve it? Right? So there's like two paths where women are, are on. One is like, I need to understand and convince myself and that I deserve this because I've been told for so many, you know, decades that I, that I don't. Centuries. Or that I'm just a help. Centuries. Me, yeah, mm -hmm. me and Kenya, we were laughing this morning. is like, where does word come help me? What, what's a help me? You know? Right. Oh, I was just cracked up. And she, so, like, yeah, like, women have been told for, for decades, you're just a help me. Centuries, millennia, you're, you're a help me. Help me. So, like, you have to go through a healing journey, right, to fix your mind and spirit as a woman where you're like, yeah, that's just what was put on me. That's not a truth, yeah. right? So some women are there, like, I need to, to kind of heal from all that. That's damaging. And then yeah. some women are like, no, I, I think I know what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether I'm healed or not, like, I want a queendom. Yeah. Like, why is it about a kingdom? And, and why are we not talking about equality? And why are you doing what you want to do and I can't do what I want? Like, why is that even a conversation that, or why is it even accepted in society where you can do what you want and I, I can't talk about what I want? Like I just released a video yesterday on my Instagram about uh, a reel talking about women who want an extra partner. You know, how do you deal with it when your, your husband doesn't want that? I'm like, call us bluff. Like, stand in your, this is the age of women standing in your power. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. I say. What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, a helpmate don't get to stand their ground. Yeah, Helpmates right. gotta be. But that's, that's the path that we talk. That's the self mastery path because it, if you don't stand your ground and have compassion for the fact that he feels the way he feels and be supportive and walk towards what you want, if you don't do all those things, you want to have mastery over the self. Because, you're, because what women are saying is like, I have, I'm scared to do that. He might leave or he might be abusive. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's true. But in order, These are possibilities. In order to achieve what you desire and deserve, as, as a goddess, a literal goddess incarnate on the planet, you have to stand inside of your truth. Yeah. Even if even if you're gonna change that truth next year, it doesn't matter. Like you gotta stand in, inside of it today. So that's the self-mastery path, mm -hmm. you understand? So to answer your question, Adina, just in short, like, yes, I believe everyone, men and women, creates your kingdoms, creates your queendoms. And when you find a partner that you really you know, connect with, you all build empire together. You see what I'm saying? Like a queendom mm -hmm. and kingdom working together mm -hmm. as an empire. And it's an, it's an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's really about, you know, freedom. It's about equality. You know, what Kenya talks about a lot is like building the panarchy mm -hmm. where the masculine and the feminine come together and we all, you know, kind of work together and rule together as opposed to like a patriarchy or a matriarchy, mm -hmm. you know, it really needs to be about um everyone coming together but the only way that really works is if everybody's staying inside their power yeah saying like yeah. If, if i take it from you then it's not we're not doing anything that's that's when it's like master slave yes you you mm -hmm. have to come to the table as an equal to me and vice versa a lot of men are not in their power so it's like you all no you're not you're not living courageously as a man so you're not really a fact Actor in the discussion, you have to step into your courage as a man. You see what I'm saying? And and a lot of that for men is like looking within. 
you know, Monique, you know, this with like dealing with the father stuff mm -hmm. that you have to look within as a man and like sit inside these emotions and sit inside some of these feelings and sit inside some of these truths that don't come out naturally for you, that you get to suppress a lot easier than women how, do. And how have you done that? that? Rakim, how have you done that? The thing you're talking about, how have you done that as a man? Because men mm -hmm. tend to, people, not just men, as a woman, I tend to run from my feelings because sitting in feelings is not a fucking joke. So <laughs> I know if it's hard for me and I'm a woman and I'm made to be in feelings, how do men do that when that's not necessarily their proclivity? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, like for, so my journey was probably a little bit different. I, I learned in two ways. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you my journey and then I'll tell you like another little astrological fact okay. about me that okay. helped me with that. Okay. So my journey was that one, I, I was in a spiritual community. And then Dina, you know, you know that community very well because we were there together. Um, and, and when I was in the priesthood, um, when you work with the female archetypes, the female deities, for, specifically for me offset, we had to invoke feelings of sadness and remorse mm -hmm. in our meditation practice. So that was my first time, like just, I'd be just sitting at my altar mm -hmm. and just crying. You see what I'm saying? Like, so, that, so I allowed myself to just go there. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't need a reason to do it. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just, no, just do it. I don't need a trigger, right? But it's just, no, you own the powerful emotion of sadness, right? Allow yourself as a man to sit inside that sadness. And mm -hmm. that allowed me to commune with that goddess all set, right? So that's the first part of how I opened myself up to emotions. The second part that was probably even more powerful for me was Tantra, mm -hmm. right? Tantra allowed me to really open myself up to feeling, right? So as you know, like I do the Tantra work, some of the work I do is energy work where it's like very subtle. So it's like me wanting a woman to feel deep orgasmic pleasure without touch. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we do that practice is because once you're able to do that without touch, when you start to experience touch, right? Consciously and, and sexually intimately, now your level of pleasures is that much more intense. Yes. You see? But first mm -hmm. you have to go through that same, pre like this is like I talk about like with all set, like, I have to be able to invoke sadness. Okay, same thing with the women. Okay, can you invoke orgasm with very little and very subtle energy? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and if you can do that, that's what teaches you to control your, your pleasure and orgasm as a woman. So I went through that as a man, right? I had to allow myself to feel, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that was the second thing. And then the third thing was an astrological thing, which is, you know, I have a leader body. So in the Bagua system, I have a leader body, which and I was just talking to uh, somebody last night who also has a leader body. And I said, we're very sensitive people, mm -hmm. right? What we tend to do as leader bodies is put up a, a barrier around us to protect us from feeling so intensely mm -hmm. without hearing the world. And you have to allow yourself to back away from those particular barriers you put up and allow yourself to feel. Mm -hmm. So as a leader body person, I had to allow myself to feel a lot deeper, you know? And one way, one of the ways I did that was through sex, mm -hmm. right? So like allowing myself, for example, to cry during sex, allow myself to just make whatever noise and, and, and scream and do those types of things during mm -hmm. sex, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so that for me is really a self-initiation. Nobody made me do that or, mm -hmm. or shame do it. I just, I understood as a man, I have to experience his emotions. I can't be a priest of spirituality and metaphysics and not go deep into the feminine archetypes. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? There's no <laughs> magic. Right. I can't just be inside of hey Ru and Hera Kahuti and, and <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like what's that? Right. You know what right. right. It comes to me naturally. I have to go to the feminine. I gotta let them mess up my whole winter. You know, I'm crying, I'm depressed, I can't get off the couch. And I have to find a level of comfortability in that and learn the lessons. Like what is she teaching me with right. this? Why don't yeah. I want to take a shower? And why don't I, you know, why don't I don't, I'm not looking forward to going outside. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what a lot of women, that's you, you all go through that naturally. Yes. So and I had to allow myself to go into that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, obviously for the average man, like that shit is scary as hell. Mm -hmm. and, and it hurts, it's physically painful for us. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's like, um, you know, I've always, I've always, 
always tried to explain, I, I talked about this in my book, Tame Your Woman, mm -hmm. where I said men and women are equally uh, strong in terms mm -hmm. of physical strength. Be like, what are you talking about, Rakim? No, men are stronger physically. Said, no, you, you're not understanding. You got to break it down. So men are more, are, are, are built to be physically stronger from an external standpoint. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to pushing things off me or away from me, yes, I'm, I'll be stronger than the average woman, right? Mm -hmm. But women are better when it comes to the internal strength. Not just when it comes to having having babies, right? But also when it comes to dealing with like these really strong emotions. People understand emotion is energy. Mm -hmm. It's affecting every, every single organ inside your body. It's yes. squeezing, it's expanding, it's moving, like that shit hurts. Yes. And so as yes. men, we're not really we're not built in the same way you all are to mm -hmm. handle the intense emotion in the same way. So we don't want to go there. As soon as we start to feel like, hey, we'd rather punch <laughs> the wall. Than, than feel and it could be any feeling it could be like feel extreme happiness mm -hmm. for my brother you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. or feel the sadness or feel remorse or whatever it is mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like that that stuff is painful for us and that's why you see a lot of men resisting it so mm -hmm. it, it takes courage for men to take that journey um and you know again like i told you on the beginning you have to choose to do it you have to want to do it yeah you have to want you have to want a new experience in your life it's there are things you right. have to walk through in order to get to being a new person absolutely yes absolutely yeah so rakim you took the conversation where we were ready to go which is talking about sex <laughs> mm -hmm. okay that was totally the next question right, let's talk right. about sex and the question is do you think men generally are undersexed and then the power dynamic between men and women in sex you you talked about it a little bit but let's let's just go there yeah men are grossly undersexed you know mm -hmm. so the reason why you have so many men who are angry <laughs> you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. is that mm -hmm. there's this they don't have access to sex mm -hmm. and to me sex intimacy touch uh connection those are all mandatory yeah. Like we're living in a society where we don't acknowledge that fact and it's damaging to us as a society. So that's mm -hmm. when we get all these crazy people and, you know, mass shootings and stuff like men are grossly under sex from a young age. Yeah. Okay. And I don't even know, like most men, I would probably say like 80 to 90% of men never really catch up. Even mm -hmm. when they get married, <laughs> they're still in a battle to get enough sex. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, um, and it, and it shouldn't be their wife's sole responsibility to, to kind of feed that. But mm -hmm. the, the bottom line is, yes, a society is not enough touch, mm -hmm. not enough intimacy, not enough sex. And same thing with women. Women are grossly undersexed, mm -hmm. grossly, grossly undersexed. So that's number one. Yes, the men are, are undersexed. Uh, what was the other thing you, you were asking about, Dana? Well, Besides the power dynamics. So when we were talking about it and men act like like and again contemporary society that is just them who want sex so you brought the point that it's not just men who are under sex women are too mm -hmm. but if we both want it we have this weird dichotomy in the middle that's not that's not allowing us to be okay with giving each other the touch that we both so desperately need yeah. all the things that come before sex yeah because right? it's, it's yes. not just the relationship the yes the, like you said the touch the 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 intimacy that intimacy. Isn't sex is not yes. even happening. right yes yeah so this is that's this is a complex thing mm -hmm. so, so i told you all earlier that women are better you all are stronger when it comes to dealing with how you feel mm -hmm. right stronger with your emotions with certain emotions right um so part of it is men not understanding the feminine you have to understand that when when the average man looks at the average woman we, you all are not showing any signs of desiring to have sex. Mm. You're not showing any pain. You're not showing any discomfort. Like men, men will overtly express <laughs> the pain and discomfort mm -hmm. of not being, not having enough sex. Mm -hmm. Like we can't handle it. Like I told you, we're not going to at internal pain. Like, like <laughs> the housing of semen in our testicles is not comfortable mm -hmm. like 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 think about this look like literal life inside the male body by the tens of thousands the, the hundreds of thousands even though they're tiny but very powerful you mm -hmm. see what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i don't 
I don't have any way to really deal with that. You see what I'm saying? And masturbation is like, not doesn't really count. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I my body's telling me I need to connect with another human being. <laughs> okay, so mm -hmm. we don't have any, any way to deal with that. Like we're really, it's, 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 a, it's a troubling dilemma for us. Mm -hmm. When we look at women, we don't see that same thing. I don't, I, we don't, as a man, no, no spiritual train, nothing. I don't see how you all are even wanting or desiring sex. The way you all are, it appears that you'll take it when you, when you get it. Uh, it seems to be more of a burden for you all, mm -hmm. you know, like, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give this, I'll give this guy some sex, you know, mm -hmm. like even in our, in our, the way we talk about it, yeah, give him some pussy, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Never mm -hmm. give, give her some dick. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, so from one standpoint, men don't understand because of how, because of feminine nature, because of how you all are. From another standpoint, yeah, it's just, like I said, you all are, the way you, you all deal with that need is a lot different. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's confusing mm -hmm. for us as men. And and it and that to me is where the the narrative comes from, right? Mm -hmm. and then you add like religion, you know, yes. Islam, and you add monogamous culture, which you know mm -hmm. I talk about how toxic monogamous culture is because it's a ranking system, and like some people are wife material, others aren't. Some people are husband material, others aren't. There's different value and different levels, and you see what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's a, you know you got to pick one. It's the one you pick for the rest of your life. Like you got to get it right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. it's a, so when you add that in there as well, it creates this um, inequality in sex and sexuality. It creates these false narratives and these false stories about mm -hmm. who wants sex and, and who sex is for and all these different types of things. So I can understand why the confusion is out there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's unfortunate that religion and all these other things kind of really reinforce it. Yeah. But yeah, I think women, you know what I so let's let me back up one sec mm -hmm. and go back to women's empowerment. You all have to start talking about the real deal out here in these streets. You, mm -hmm. see you know, and I understand the feminine's a mystery, which is beautiful. I love feminine power. Mm -hmm. But you ought to let people know like this is we I'm I'm in pain not having the sex I want. Like, mm -hmm. From a little girl. You see what I'm saying? Like yes. me not having sex, me not having touch that affects like even even connection mm -hmm. like, let me sit on daddy's lap or uncle's lap. like i need touch uh, from a from a physical standpoint yeah. and the fact i yeah. didn't get that starting from a young age really affected mm -hmm. adverse mm -hmm. way. Um, um the fact that society doesn't allow didn't allow me to do that as a woman has forced me to i i just feel like i have to close myself in yes and, and hide who I am. Like women, you have to talk about that. The issue with women's empowerment, because we're still we're we're in the women's empowerment phase. So we're, we're we're early in. Yeah. Right? The women aren't telling the truth. You're not mm. telling the truth inside these marriages. Like, mm -hmm. yes, I love my husband. He's amazing. I if I never fuck him again for the rest of my life, I'd be fine. Mm -hmm. And here's why. You see, what I'm saying here's how a woman's sexuality and attraction works. It's mm -hmm. not what you which you've been trained by the movies and porn. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. we're complex beings. Okay. And and the choice paradigm, which you all know, like all these things play a role. And mm -hmm. so women gotta start talking about the real deal. You have to start educating first start with the with the, the girls. Like, look, mm -hmm. here's what you go through. Here's how you're gonna feel. Here's how I dealt with it and it jacked me up. Come mm -hmm. to me when this stuff happens and we'll figure out a solution to help you get this stuff going. So you gotta start with the the girls, and then we got to bring that message to the to men and young boys because we don't know what the hell's going on with y'all. Wow, like, we have no idea. Even like with, with with something as obvious as your cycle, we have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I'm like, you know, when, when Ken and I first got together for the first ten months of our life, I'm like, what's your problem? I'm like, if we break up, it's gonna be around your cycle. <laughs> <laughs> it was just crazy. Like, but I don't know what that is. Like, you see, what I'm saying like right <laughs> yes so yeah. like we need education and, and i <laughs> feel like women have to be the ones that really explain mm -hmm. to men mm -hmm. what the deal is and and before i get off the mic with this 
all are not talking to each other about this stuff. Like I was just having a conversation, I won't go into details, around menopause. Mm -hmm. And the sister's like, I can't sleep. I'm up all night. Uh, you know, all you hear about menopause and the onset is like hot flash and stuff like that. And so finally she talked to somebody else and found, yeah, that's menopause. <laughs> and and she, she told me about, I'm like, why are y'all not talking about this? Like, this is so deep and so serious. Yes, All the symptoms. It is. It is. No woman that should not be understanding. When I get into my 40s, I got to start looking out for this. Yeah. That's how serious it is. It is. You're I just right. found, found Well, that's why we started this conversation, you yeah. know, the Liberated Pussy Podcast, to start having these conversations and make it be regular. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. there's, there's too much hidden. Yes. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Amongst women. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. And I'll tell you, it's shame. The reason we don't talk about it is because of shame. Yeah. And, you know, like you were, like, I remember when I realized, you know, a few years ago that I had never really been in the space of men, even as a child, where there was just safety to sit on my uncle's lap and to, to be a little girl where there was no sexual energy at all. Like I didn't, I didn't have that as a child. Mm -hmm. you know, and many women didn't have that as right. a child. The ability to just be a little girl where you're not being projected into some sort of sexual whatever. And so that creates a thing inside of you where you don't feel safe yeah. because, oh, yeah. if I do this, somebody's gonna say I'm fast and they're gonna say I want sex, but I don't want sex. I'm just in my body. I'm just feeling like a free little girl. But then that's made to seem like something is wrong with you. To mean something else. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, it's, so, it's so it's so damaging. Yeah. You know? and, and um, you know, all human beings need touch. Yeah. And yes. we're gonna get it. Yes, that's right. That's right. Even if we do it in dark ways. Yes. Yeah. And so that that opens up a whole nother culture within our culture that yeah. it can easily be solved. Let's just talk yeah. about what a human being is. Let's talk about what our needs are, and let's not shame each other about what we're all going through. Now we might be yes. going through it differently, but it's really all the same exact thing. I yeah. mean, I went through. I tried to explain this a long time ago. Like men go through the same thing. Like, why am I in class in middle school afraid to stand up, stand up because I have a heart on? Like, embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, why yes. am I trying to hold down my, you know, my anatomy mm -hmm. when I know mm -hmm. half the school is dealing with it? Yes. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's right. Um, you know, why am I, we're not having these discussions. You're right. And I right. feel like it's really damaging to us as a collective. It is. It's so interesting. Not so long ago, I had an experience. You, you both know that I have a son, Zion. And Zion has a different way of being, so he doesn't hide himself. And he I was... I was advanced. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. Yes. And so mm -hmm. he was very... Um, he was attracted to a little girl at school, and he would just stare at her but they would make it seem like he was doing something wrong and i said why don't you guys talk about attraction to the whole class and and that this is normal it's normal for a little girl or a little boy to be attracted to it's not a bad thing so, you know so the little girl he was attracted to was like oh he's staring at me and i was like okay so what you guys are going to do is make this be about a black little boy staring at a white little girl that's not what's going to fucking right. happen because this is normal <laughs> and because i understand metaphysics and spirituality i know that that little girl is just as attracted exactly. but she's not saying it right she's making it seem like something wrong has happened to her right yeah. I, because i understand because i got some cards i can pull and go what's going on <laughs> you know exactly. i see what's i see the subconscious there but that won't be addressed. And the only thing that gets addressed is this is wrong. This, but these are pu pubescent children. Right. How yes. are you going to make something so scientific? Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I get it. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yep. It's crazy. Well, Brock, Kim, in closing, I want you to address these two questions. And this conversation has been so rich and beautiful. Thank you. Um, how 
can men help women heal and how can women help men heal let's bring it back to that okay how can men help women heal i think you know by learning about masculinity and femininity and then men learning to hold space for women right um just showing that you know we we understand and to the degree that we don't understand we're going to try and hold space and work like hell to to be there for you right uh that your well-being is important your you know um your mental health is important all these things are important and so we're going to do our best to honor how you feel honor what you need and be strong within our emotions to hold space for you you know what i'm saying so i think that would be a good exercise for men to learn uh for women i feel like um the best thing women can do at this point to help men heal is like be honest mm. like talk about mm. your truth mm. talk about mm. hey here's here's why i'm attracted to you here's what i see in you here's what i i think you need you see what i'm saying uh here's what my real feelings are and all those types of things and you know just having some real conversations i see, like i said i see a lot of podcasting online stuff like that i don't see a lot of the real conversations where women are willing to tell the absolute truth about who they are and what you all go through and how you all feel and i feel it's damaging men i feel they're they're men are being analytical based on false data mm -hmm. so, okay to help, to help heal men tell them the truth and then that goes for mothers and their and their sons mm -hmm. you know tell, tell, them, tell them the truth that's really powerful yeah wow that is Right, Kim, this is an amazing conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Mo. Dang. Thank you. Thank you, Rakim. I'm really happy. I was really excited for you to be here with us. We'll have to have you again okay. and come in and talk about because we could talk about this stuff for hours. We really can. And we have. <laughs> yes. These are major topics. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Have a wonderful new year, and we'll talk to you okay. soon. Peace All right. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, bye-bye.